You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. Well, it is, uh, it is good to be back. It's good to be home. It, uh, it always feels, when we miss a Sunday, it feels like we've been gone for like a month. And it's, and it's partly because when we, Sarah and I miss a few days of sundown life and the busyness that comes with our, our life, um, it feels like we've missed a month because we have a lot of catch-up to do. We have a lot of things that have been sitting there waiting for us, kind of piling up without us really knowing about it. So we get back and it's like an avalanche of things to get done and things to scramble. And um, I, know, I know some of you understand what that is to jump out of your routine and then to try to jump back in it and the craziness that that entails. You don't really realize how busy you are till you step out of the routine of your everyday life. But we got to go to Houston and, and I got to uh, officiate my brother's wedding, which was really, really cool. I've gotten to do... Uh, both my siblings that are married, I've gotten to do both of their weddings, which is awesome. I got to do another wedding last night. Um, very busy. People heard I was a pastor, and now it's like, game on. Let's go. Uh, but just blessed to do that. Um, and how awesome. I got to listen to Jay and Carrie's word and testimony. How awesome was that last week? If you were here, wow. If you were not here, you need to listen to it, because it was profound, and it was amazing and I need you, we, we've talked about having the mentality and having the heart of yes and amen, of living in that place with the Lord. If you want an example of what that looks like, look at Jay and Carrie. Because without hesitation, they will, the Lord has asked them to do uncomfortable things for a reason. There's a reason that Carrie was asked to go and dance uh, in her neighbor's driveway, which is an incredibly uncomfortable thing to do. I can't even imagine I don't want to begin to imagine. I'd start sweating real bad just thinking about having to do that. But because their position is yes and amen, there's no, there's no comfort in anything except for where the Lord is. And so they're comfortable in any of these uncomfortable things because it's where the Lord is. And when you live with a yes and amen, you live in the Father's heart and you stay and you remain in the Father's heart, then these uncomfortable things become incredibly comfortable and the mystery continues to grow. So I was just grateful, I was blessed uh, with that beautiful story of breakthrough in times of difficulty. In times where the world would say there can be no breakthrough, the Lord did something new. The Lord did something profound and brought breakthrough. But it was because Carrie was plugged in to what the Father was doing. And, and like Jay talked about, we've got an understanding the Holy Spirit. That was the expression of the Father and the Son their shared heart, that was the expression of the Holy Spirit displaying that shared heart for those neighbors. That's what it looked like in that moment. That was the Holy Spirit. That's what, is, that's what it is to walk in the Holy Spirit. I thought it was cool that Carrie had testimony of, of this Holy Spirit that we were going to learn about last week uh, through Jay's Word. So I'd listen to that if you, if you can. Uh, further understanding who the Holy Spirit is, this active, moving expression of love between the Father and the Son, the shared heart between the two. Um, and I was listening to that, and it's like, man, Holy Spirit kind of sounds like a bridge builder. Kind of sounds like exactly what he's doing. That's funny that he would call us in to be bridge builders. Really, he's not asking us to do anything new or profound. He's just asking us to be vessels and let him do what he does. He's in the business of building bridges. 
He's in the business of connecting hearts. That's what the, the Spirit of God does because He does it there in the Trinity. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Um, how many, uh, this is not a, uh, a show of attendance to make you feel better, like you got a, a better spot in line on your way into heaven. But how many were here last week? And it's okay to not be here last week because I wasn't here last week, so I think you're safe. But how many were here last week? Okay. I only ask that you're going to be upset that you raised your hand. I only ask that because now I listen to it. I know what, what happened at the end of the service. So I now have the expectation that all of you that were here received the Holy Spirit and maybe received it for the 50th time because it's not just this thing that just happens once and then we just get to forget about it. It's a, it's a daily walk, a daily choosing of the Holy Spirit. But now, those that raise your hands, I, there's, that's the line. You chose Him last week. So I'd ask you again, did you choose Him this morning? Did you choose Him every day uh, after that? Did you wake up still receiving every, every, every day decision and every moment decision to choose the Holy Spirit? It's, uh, church, it's been a hard week for a lot of people. And the Latimer house is not, not excluded from that. It's really just been, I'm ready for March to be over. Um, it's, been, it's been a <clears throat> difficult month. But not just for us, again, for, for many. For many in this room, in this house, in this city, uh, in West Texas, there are stories and stories and stories about the difficulties uh, of this month, and especially this last week. The, the loss of loved ones, the loss of work, and just this consistent theme, this word continues to pop up of loss. There's just been a lot of loss in a lot of people's stories. Heartbreaking loss. I'm going to read a few scriptures real quick for you just about this. Psalm 34, 17. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers, the, delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. And then we've got Matthew 5, verse 4. And just be, just be encouraged by this. Don't flip to all these, just be encouraged by this. Verse 4, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. That's a promise. That's a promise. And then in 2 Corinthians verse, or chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Our God is this overwhelming source of comfort, but, we, but He showed me a, a new depth of this comfort uh, this, this weekend. Really, and, and through this week, he's been he's been preparing me for it, and then he really showed me through this word uh, that Jay brought. He was he was talking about how he didn't know. Jay made this statement. I thought it was profound, but it's also beautiful at the same time. He made this statement that he didn't know all the details of the testimony that Carrie was sharing. That testimony that she, she he knew the things that had happened, but he didn't know all the details of the process between her and the Lord that got her there. And he just it's a profound statement. 
shocking but profound how simple it is because that was between her and the Lord. And that was her relationship with God. Specific and individual to them. To carry in the Father. And it caused me to notice something in my wife as we've been dealing with with, uh, grief and loss ourselves. Noticing how my wife and the Lord processed that together. Like it, it is without doubt, uh, there will be worship music playing, she will be singing. That's just how, that's just the, her heart to the Lord, and that's how her and the Lord communicate. That's how they process these things. That's not me. I get really quiet, and I don't, I don't remove myself from people, but I remove myself from people. Not, not because I don't want to be with people, but because I need to be with the Spirit. I need Him to talk to me first before I can articulate what, what I'm dealing with. I need Him. I need to be quiet. I need to be off. I need to be alone. But I'm not really alone. I'm not, I'm not doing the typical guy thing where we just suppress our feelings until like the, we spill the salt shaker and then all of a sudden we explode with rage. Right? That's a typical guy thing. The silliest things will set us off because we've held on to so many things and not processed so many things. That's not what it is. It's just the Spirit getting me where He needs me to to be so that He can speak to me, but understanding that process so that I can then speak to, the, speak to those around me about what we're going through. But the Lord showed me in this, in understanding this, this relationship that Sarah and I have that's very much our own relationship with the Lord. Very different. Very separated. In, individual relationship. We have our relationship as a married couple together, but we also have our relationship with the Father individually. And the Lord spoke this to me as I was kind of looking at this. And it was while I was listening to Jay's sermon. He said, my love is for you and only you. I need you to hear that because that doesn't sound quite right. But it doesn't sound right if you start processing uh, with the way that love works in the world. So just follow with me for a little bit. Because at first it didn't make any sense to me. It was, I, I, I didn't know how that could be. That was too, that was too astounding, too full to grasp how His love could be for me and only me. I didn't understand it. But I, I got to do this wedding last night. Um, I love the theme of weddings nowadays because it's always, let's just keep it short. Short, sweet, to the point. Get in, get out. I'm like, I'm great with that because I don't want to stand up there for 30 minutes and talk to you about marriage and stuff. I think we can cover the bases pretty quick. So anyways, I'm always asked to do, especially these weddings that are with people I don't uh, know as far as in the church or walk with them spiritually, they ask for these, these ceremonies to go quickly. So I, I just asked the Lord, okay, what is the thing that you want spoken in this short amount of time? And yesterday he gave me this beautiful and amazing word that's not an unknown word, it's a common thing. We know this, but we don't really realize the significance of it. And the uniqueness that we share individually and with one another. Right? The Lord was speaking to this couple about the uniqueness that they will never exist again in time. And they exist together now. They will never exist ever again. You will never exist again on this earth as you are right now. Will never be. You will never be who you are right now again. This is the last day, this is the last March 21st, 2021 you will ever see. 
and you're in it. And somehow this beautiful thing happens where two people, two hearts, find each other and choose one another. Because we know love is not not a feeling, it's a choice. True love is a choice. Jesus didn't have a warm, fuzzy feeling about dying on the cross for us. He chose to love us. He chose to love the Father, and he died for us because of the choice that he made. And so the Lord's speaking to me about this uniqueness. And so, and, and it's this uniqueness of love between two earthly people. It's the same for any of us in here, any of us that are married or in a relationship. It's you're with that person. And, and it's the beauty of the body of Christ because we know that the body of Christ, when operating in perfect fellowship, they unlock the potential of one another. This hand can do a lot of amazing things because it's attached to the rest of the arm. Remove it from the arm, it can't do anything. That's the uniqueness of the body of Christ. Now imagine that a step further in marriage because you love someone with a different love, right? It's a different love. It's a different degree. So you get to see a potential of the Father's heart that has been placed in that person that no one else gets to unlock. It's only unlocked by you and the rest of the world gets to see this this display of the Father's heart that will never exist again. This 100% unique display of who God is. And it exists right now because he's put this incredibly unique purpose and identity in those specific people that are a representation of his glory in his heart. And it's just astounding to me. So how could his love be any different? This is between two earthly people. How could his love for us be any different? I I am the only Parker that will ever exist. I'm the only me. Parker Latimer, the only one born September 14, 1990, in Austin, Texas. It's me. I'm the only one married to Sarah Olivia Latimer. Only one that's going to have Liam and Kai. Incredibly unique. So how could his love for me be anything less but incredibly unique and specific for me and only me? Just as his love is for Shorty and only Shorty. Because there's only one Shorty. And that's the Father's heart. The, the enormity of it. It is for all of us and for one of us. I'm going to try to flip through uh, to these scriptures with one hand. Go to 1 John 3, 1. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is it did not know him. Jeremiah 31, 3. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. And John 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. We are called friends of God. We are called sons and daughters, ambassadors, priests. We are royalty. And just to continue in in proving this point, um, you have many friends. Or, or multiple friends, maybe not many friends. I don't have many friends. I have a handful of friends. But I don't love any of them the same. Because our relationship is not the same. 
Our circumstances that we have encountered are not the same. And that love has been formed around that specific relationship, right? So I don't even love, I don't even love my friends the same. That doesn't mean that I love them less or love them more, but my love is different. Because my love is built around the specific relationship that I have with them. This unique relationship that brings a unique love that can only exist from you for them. Only one of you and only one of them. It's important for us to realize there's only, Jay will never exist again. And I have the honor of calling him friend. That's significant for us to realize especially when we start measuring it with the body of Christ, that this is the image of the body of Christ. This is the image of the Father's heart that exists right now in 2021, and it will never exist again. This love is so unique. There's only one Father, one Son, and one Spirit, and there's only one Parker, just like I said. So this love is specifically for me. Luke 15, verse 3. What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven for one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Now I ask you, you receive the Holy Spirit, that, will you receive the Holy Spirit that He may share the unique heart of the Father and Son towards you? You, you said last week that you received Him. You're here. So you either chose Him this morning or you didn't. You're either choosing Him right now or you're not. But I'm asking you, will you choose to receive. This is a different thing because this is specifically for you. It's one thing to receive. Yes, I received Jesus, but will you receive what he says about you? That's a different story. That's the one we struggle with. I don't know why, because we believe everything about him to be true until you get involved. Everything about him's true except when he talks about me. Then he's lying, this perfect son of God. Everything is true about this shared heart that is the Holy Spirit, that is this shared and expressed image of the Father and the Son. Everything's true about what He says until He starts talking about me. Then He's lying. That's what you're saying in those simple moments where you reject it. I don't want to baby you. I'm going to tell you like it is. You're adults. Stop lying. Stop calling the Spirit of God a liar. He either is fully who He is or He's not. And if he is fully who he is, then you've got to receive this fully unique love that is for you and only you. And I'm telling you this right now because I am, I am standing before you with a broken heart for a lot of things. Some people know a few of the details, but nobody knows all of the details. I think my mother knows all of the details me and my, that me and my wife have gone through. That's it. And no one else needs to know. I'm not sharing that because I want to tell everybody. That's not what we're doing. But I've got a broken heart. And I'm telling you what has brought me more comfort than anything is knowing that there is a love that is unique for me and there is a comforter that can come after me in only a way that he can come after Parker. And he's coming after Parker as he would only ever come after Parker. Just like when you're hurting in here, those that are hurting in here that can share this broken heart, that understand what I'm talking about, 
you can know and you can receive in fullness that there is a comforter that is coming after you like only he will come after you. Because he has a love that is for you and it is only for you. Because this great, big, massive, uncomprehensible God, this God we cannot ever fully understand, has a love specifically for you. Because you are a piece of his heart. And you will never exist again. So he has everything that you need. He has all the abundance. He has all the provision that you need. But it's held in our receiving of this unique love and this unique relationship with the Spirit of God, with the Father and with the Son that is unique to you and only you because you will never exist again. And they only want a relationship with you. Just like they only want a relationship with me because I'm the only me and you are the only you. We need to embrace that uniqueness. We need to hold on. We need to hold fast to that uniqueness because there is such great significance held in understanding that uniqueness and understanding that this love is for you and only you. And I'm going to say it again. It is for you and only you. And it is for me and only me. And so... Today, I have very clearly, the Lord showed me a specific vision of what we're going to do. Just like we ended last week uh, with receiving the Holy Spirit, uh, maybe for the first time, uh, or just being reminded that it's a a constant and everyday choice. Uh, A wise man named Jack Robertson told me that choosing of the Holy Spirit is a thousand times a day decision until it isn't. So some of us are still in that. Maybe it's not we're having to choose them a thousand times a day, but we've got to at least start and choose them the first thing. I know I still have to. I've got to wake up like, dude, it's yours, and I'm yours. Let's, let's do it. But that's how we've got to start. And so with that, with that being said of how we received the Spirit last week, I would ask that we would also receive this unique and significant love from this significant comforter that only you can receive. Because what the love and comfort that I receive will be different than the love and comfort you receive because we are different. Because we are going through different things. It's always specific. It's always unique to what we're going through. And so it's going to be uh, really simple. Lord, show me very clearly what it is. I don't like this cord. I miss that side of the stage. Stay over here. But what we're going to do when we start playing, you're going to stand up. All right? Some of you are already uncomfortable. That's okay. I would ask that you close your eyes and that you would look up to heaven. And that you would just, I'm not asking you to raise your hands. I'm just asking you to hold your hands open. That's what the Lord clearly showed me. And as, as, these, as this face, as these hands were exposed to receiving what the Lord had, this is a, very, this is a receiving position. And, and what he showed me is our faces and our, and our hands begin to glow red as this heavy deposit was just overwhelming to our bodies, that our bodies were physically manifesting the receiving of what God has for you, this unique and significant love that is for you and only you. Does that sound all right? Okay, as Jay comes up, I would just ask that you stand. I'm going to pray, and then we'll get into that position. Lord, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for the significance of all that you have for us. We thank you for the comfort that you bring specifically to each and every one of us individually. You have a specific and unique love for each and every one in here. And that love is for 
each and every one of us and for only one of us. It is for this room and it is for only me. It doesn't matter how many times I say it, that phrase still doesn't fully make sense, but that is who you are. And to think that we could fully understand the love of God is foolishness. Because we cannot, thank God, we cannot fully understand your love for us. Thank you that we cannot fully understand all the goodness that you have for us. Thank you that we cannot fully understand the uniqueness that each and every one of us is, the significance that each and every one of us carries in your heart and in this world. I thank you that we don't fully understand that or comprehend it. But Lord, I ask this morning that we would just begin, right now, we would just look to heaven. Eyes closed, faces towards the sky, hands open, Lord. And I pray that we would receive that specific love that is for only me. That is for only you. That is for us individually and specifically. That we would receive it. Lord, and that as our hearts are broken, Lord, that you would bring comfort. You would mend the brokenhearted this morning. You would comfort those that are grieving loss like only you can comfort those that are grieving loss. You have the specific need, the specific touch, specific love for each heart in here. And I pray that each heart in here would receive it this morning. Lord, and I pray that we would leave from this place having fully received this unique love and we would put it on display boldly because it will never exist again. I have this one life to live. I have this one opportunity to put on display the heart of God to the world around me and it will never exist again. The circumstances that surround our lives, the people we come in contact to, are unique and specific and sometimes they are so unique to a day because they will never repeat again. We will never see that person again. We will never see that person in the moment that they're in again. But you have the specific answer for each and every second of each and every day. But it starts with us receiving it for ourselves. So I pray that we would receive it so that we can carry it with us that someone else could receive it. That we could be comforted and that we could take that comfort to those that need comfort being vessels. So Lord, we, we, we receive fully this morning. Lord, and we just ask that as we sing, we would just hold this posture of receiving and you would just pour out on us this unique and specific love that is for each and every one of us and for one of us. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.